Welcome to Flix, my name's Daniel Swan, this is episode 116, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Roma, Alfonso Cuaron's ode to his childhood mate. Now, I don't want to be that conspiracy guy, but this has been nominated for 10 Academy Awards when it's not even shot in colour or in English. Am I crazy, or do you smell a fix? Mexico has traditionally had quite a sketchy relationship with Hollywood. Whilst there have been awesome, interesting portrayals, they are few and far between. The majority of Mexico's representation in mainstream American movies has reveled in stereotypes. Their men are either drug-dealing gang members or swarthy, promiscuous adulterers. Their women are either mousy nannies-slash-maids or voluptuous husband-stealing temptresses. And they're all desperate to get into the United States illegally because they live in a godforsaken desert, they're poor, and they're lazy. As ridiculous as these generalisations can be, movies teach a lot of people about how the world is, and so the portrayals of various people needs to be varied and respectful. At this moment, the United States of America is in a state of national emergency in order to protect the sovereign borders of the US from the hordes of terrifying Mexicans from the Denzel Washington film Man on Fire. So how do you counteract this? You make a film in Mexico, starring Mexican people, written and directed by a Mexican chap, all about his life in Mexico. The result is Roma, a film made by the eclectic Alfonso Cuaron. Now, if this guy can't make a balanced film about Mexico, far away from all of those lazy stereotypes... No, sorry, that's not phrasing, it's... Far away from all of those tired stereotypes. No, that's still it's not. I mean, it's not lazy, but it's kind of it's almost lazy. So I'll I'll, I'll try again. Far away from all those poncho wearing, mustachioed stereotypes. Nailed it. Then where do we go from here? The film centers on Cleo, a maid. Wait, was maid was one of the stereotypes we were trying to get away from, wasn't it? Fuck's sake. Alfonso, would you pull your finger out? Jesus. Nominated for 10 Academy <laughs> Awards. Is this film as good as everyone seems to be saying it is? Or does it leave a nasty aroma? Oh, no. That's pretty good, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. To be fair to me, to that's amazing. You, that's a good one. A balanced, objective view. That's really, really good and clever and funny. Uh, yeah. To help me find out is the unassuming housekeeper to my martial arts enthusiast, <laughs> Tiffany B. Tiffany B, in a spoiler-free context, um, what did you think of Roma? Won't you tell me, please? Um, what, what did you think of this Best Picture nominated, 10 Academy Award nominated film? What did um, you think of it? I, I didn't like it <laughs> as a as a top level summary. <laughs> That's the headline. Um, I didn't get it, <laughs> and I'm confused. You're confused. Confusion what, is what, my what, largest emotion. What do you think that confusion is born from, Tiffany? I think that everybody loves it so much that I just 
I feel like either I'm an idiot because I've met, you know, because I'm yeah. not intelligent enough to understand it or I don't know that I just have completely different tastes to most people because yeah. it just feels like everybody's like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Mm. And I'm like, I was born. My wife can go ahead and die because she has nothing yeah. on what this film means to me. Yeah, it just, I was bored. I didn't get it. I, I had problems with it. I felt like not a lot happened. Yeah, I, I just, I feel confused. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, it, it, I don't, <laughs> I'm lost for words. I don't really know how I feel about it because I feel, I feel so differently than everybody else, it yeah. seems. Like even looking online, everybody loves it. And I just didn't, I thought it was too long. I thought it was too slow. I thought it was boring. I thought nothing happened. Like, I just feel so wildly different to the critics that love it that you kind of think, should I watch it again? Yeah. Like, did I miss something? Yeah. But I don't think that I will. (laughs) 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 What do do you think? Well, it's, I loved it. Did you? I thought, no. Um, I, uh, I think that, yeah, flicks, is is and by extension me i am passionately supportive of divergent opinions about films yeah i think that your relationship to a film does not need to bear any resemblance to everybody else's relationship to a film Mm. and i think to try and enforce that i think is is wrong Mm. so i yeah i i didn't like it at all i really didn't like it um and whilst there is, yeah, a, there is a part of me that just wants to kind of plant my flag in the ground and say, yeah, I didn't like this film. Mm. Just because you all liked it doesn't mean that I have to like it. I did not like it. But then there's another part of me, like I think what you're saying, that is just really curious and really, mm. like, I'm fascinated mm. to, to speak to somebody who really liked this film. Yeah, I have. It's the it's the same as when we saw Spirited Away, yeah, the Studio Ghibli Ghibli film, which everybody loves as well, mm. and I just did not like it at all. Yeah, I've never read as many reviews for any film as I have done for that film and for this film. Yeah, I have scoured. I have read through. I you know, every newspaper. Every, I've just kind of gone through them, devoured them hoping to find something to, that, that kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. And I haven't been able to find it because not only are they kind of universally effusive with praise, oh, my God, this is incredible. This is, you know, a film that everybody should see. Oh, it's life-changing. It's emotional. It's whatever. Every compliment they give it is so general and so wishy-washy Mm. that I, it's nothing I can latch on to. like tangible. No. You can say, they liked this person's X. acting. I, they, yeah, this, whatever it was. This scene or this thing. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all just so intangible. It's just that like, it's, it's beautiful and yeah. moving. Yeah. And you're like, okay, how? But why? When? What does, yeah, when, when were you moved? You? Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, I've, I've gone on Instagram. I have, I have commented on several posts 
um, about it that from various, um, you know, like cinemas and movie studios and the Oscars and, you know, movie journalism, you know, uh, accounts, Hollywood Reporter and such, commented on them and said, hi, I don't, I don't, didn't like this film. I, I don't know why people did like it. Can anyone help me out? What did you really... Mm. And of all of the all of the things that people have written, um, aside from the insults, sure, um, that I could get on board with is one guy who was Mexican yeah. and said, I've never seen a film that portrays... that is that is so close to my childhood yeah. and reminds me so much of what it was like when I was growing up. Yeah. And that's like, right, okay, so this is good. Yeah, that's, that's a tangible why thing. That's he would enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And that's a, that's a, even better because that's why he would enjoy it and why I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. Because I did not grow up in Mexico. Yeah. And so that, that's, a, that's a tangible thing, but that's the only one. Yeah. That's the only one that I found. People insulted you. Did they say you were stupid? Yeah. It's, Insta, it's social media. It's, it's yeah. Gosh, people are. T- people are the worst. Mean. Just so mean. Um, but to avoid doing that same thing, so it was too long, too slow. Mm-hmm. Not enough happened. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Uh, I feel like it didn't. I guess without giving away my points, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like it didn't really get into. It didn't get into a story like not only was there no structure yeah i couldn't tell you whose story this is yeah really yeah yeah it's the difficult thing because it it centers on on cleo on this kind of nanny housemaid Mm. person um but she's so and she's you know obviously a very kind of unassuming person Mm. softly spoken rarely speaking and you know there are people like that yeah absolutely but it's, it seems like a very odd choice to centre a film around somebody like that because it's very difficult to kind of latch on to who they are. Well, I think... I mean, I, we're moving into my point. Oh, sorry, now, but sorry. I, yeah, I have things to say about that. Okay, okay. Um, who's your MVP? Who's your most valuable person or player? Um, I had... In in the spirit of your suggestion that it doesn't have to be taken too seriously, you do not. I don't. I don't. Okay. Um, I, don't I don't want you to struggle through any of this. Just just okay. whatever your heart desires, my uh, love. Yeah. Okay. Just whenever I you're just, ready. Yep. Go for it. Uh, my MVP was the dog. Oh. <laughs> it was yours as well. It was mine as well. <laughs> Why was your MVP the dog, Tiffany? Just because every time he was on screen, I thought, oh, <laughs> good. Something's happening. It was it was for me a real kind of jolt of interest. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just found myself so kind of unengaged yeah. with the vast majority of it that any time the dog showed up, I was like, oh, what's he doing? Is he a good boy? Is he a good boy? Oh, he's a good boy, isn't he? He's he just is pooping he all was, over the place. He was. Pooping. Everyone's got Where's poop. he going to do it? Where's he going to do it? Got to poop. They, it seemed like they didn't walk the dog ever. Yeah. yeah. Just lives in an alley. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. Don't have a dog if you're not going to walk the dog. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, that was that was my, my one as well. Because it's difficult from a serious standpoint. Because I thought, oh, who should it be? Who should it be? And it has to be Quaron. Yeah. Because he wrote it. He produced it. He directed it. 
he did the cinematography and the editing. So he kind of, it's he as much of an auteur film, film uh, as it's possible to be. Um, anything else you want to say about this film before delving into the nitty gritty? No. Which I imagine might be quite short because yes. I don't think there's a ton that we're going to say about this. Um, so if you uh, haven't seen uh, Roma and you're desperate to and you don't want any spoilers, oh, don't want any spoilers, um, then you should stop listening now. Uh, go and watch it maybe and then come back then come back and listen yeah. to this uh, if you haven't seen it and you don't care about spoilers and boy howdy I wouldn't blame you um, or if you have seen it and you're eager to hear our in-depth spoilerific views uh, you have only a jingle's worth of time um, to wait to hear our uh, vitriol yeah vitriol let's go for that um, so let's have that jingle we're just about to spoil this film so I'm telling you it won't be groovy If you listen any further Without watching the movie It's spoilers! Jingle done Which means that we are now in the swamp of spoilers uh, We will be using our patented 5.6 outcome rating system In order to delve into the nitty and indeed the gritty of Alfonso Cuaron's black and white masterpiece, <laughs> Roma. Tiffany B. Get your point, will you? Get your point. I'm only a little housekeeper. I don't have much money of my own. <laughs> okay. Um, I will start with. Um, where to start? Uh, <laughs> I think I will start with my biggest criticism. <laughs> Please of the do. Film, which was the point that we were kind of touching on before, which is that, to your point, I guess this is Cleo's story. She's the star. Yes. This should be her story. Yeah. So uh, your point was, you know, she's unassuming and so therefore it's hard to tell that person's story. I think, yes, that's true. However... Everybody has a story to tell. Yes. And I don't think that she was given, the character was given the platform to tell her story. I think this was very clearly a, a, a different person, Alfonso Cuaron, telling the story of his maid. Yeah. And all I learned from this film is he didn't really know his maid at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, because she's a person, she's a fully yeah. rounded person who loses a child, who has yeah. these things happen to her. Um, you know, and, and not that many things in this film, but uh, presumably <laughs> One you know, she has had a, a background, a family, a context, you know, yeah. all this stuff. And, and you get none of that. No. It's so surface level yeah. with her. Like, I think I said to you when we came out of the film, like, I was waiting for the time. Oh, we didn't come out. We watched it here. But anyway, did, yeah. I was waiting for the time when she and the other maid would talk. Because mm. that would be an insight. Mm. And I know, you know, they were busy and so they often kind of had snatches of conversations Ships and then they'd go. Night. But I remember one moment when she says, I've got so much to tell you mm. or I've got so much to talk to you about or something. And the other maid... I forget her name. She says, okay, um, you know, and I want to hear all about it. I'll be back in a minute or something. Mm -hmm. And then we, that, that's, that's that. <laughs> and I just thought, what? 
Adela. A shame, yeah, that that we don't get to hear from her. Yeah. Because you can be as quiet and unassuming as you like, but you still have a story to tell. Yeah. And frankly, I just think this was a man telling these women's story mm. and, and all it showed me was he has no clue. He has no clue about Cleo. Mm. There's no clue about his mum mm. uh, or even his nan mm. in this. Like, they're all just these surface... Like, like you literally see what they did. <laughs> yeah. Like, from a ch- almost from a child's yeah. perspective. Oh, well, she would clean. Yeah. Oh, well, my mum sometimes got, like, a little bit um, angry yeah. and would, like, fly off the handle. Once, right, she got drunk and scratched up the car yeah. pulling it into the exactly. drive. And, you know, what, do, what, happen, what, does, what do the maids talk about when you've gone to bed? Oh, I don't know, because I'm in bed. I was asleep, were not I? <laughs> so, like, it just feels so surface level. And I feel like there is something here, or there could be something yeah. here. Because there's such, you know, there's so much, like, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's got this upstairs, downstairs feel, and it's like this, um, you know, maid is in the kind of, uh, you know, she's straddling two cultures. She's mm. got this like more privileged white Mexican kind of culture that she's really involved in and has access to. But then she's also got her own kind mm. of culture that's separate and different. And, you know, she's these two people. And that that's true. But we don't really get to see that. We just, it's stated. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, are we going to learn more about that? Mm. Is it going to become interesting? Are you going <laughs> to allow us insight or anything so to me i think the biggest shame of this film is that cleo to me is one-dimensional and i would have loved i thought she was a great actress Mm. i have no criticism of her but i feel like she was given a storyline that was nothing yeah that was like i say just well just put up some cctv cameras in this room but when she goes into her own room well no we don't know what happens then yeah it's like Big Brother, but you only get the community room. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, I can see what's happening and I can assume some things. Yeah. But you're not telling me anything. Yeah. And so I just think this was somewhat of a shame. I think it was him telling a story that he had no business telling. Mm. Or trying to tell yeah. a story. That he had no business and clearly no authority. And it could have been very interesting, like you say, in that sense of her living two lives. Yeah. The idea that when she's with the family, she's, one way. she's this kind of quiet little thing. Yeah. She doesn't say two words, blah, blah, blah. And then what if she's this entirely other person when she yeah. leaves the house? Yeah. But it felt like she was the same person. Yeah. She was just as timid, just as well, because, quiet, yeah. just as mousy. Which, and like I say, there's hints. Mm. Like she says, oh, I need to talk to you. Because mm. this maid, you know, is her friend. Yeah. And is probably the person in the world that can relate most to her. And I assume that's what it would be when you yeah. see that there's another maid. And like, right, okay, yeah. so this is where it's... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. But no. No, nothing. Just kind of meh. Yeah. So that is for me, given that she was the heart of the film, mm. to not really give her a proper voice, either through like her actual speaking mm. or through insight into her life mm. properly. I just thought that was a shame. I agree with that. That's one of my points. Um, unengaging uh, protagonist. Like, she, her, her, yeah, she wasn't, she didn't do anything. No. There was no kind of agency to her. Mm. And that, you know, all the screenwriting books tell you that, a, a, you know, a protagonist that's just kind of dragged along yeah, is passive. not is not engaged. It's passive. Yeah, it's yeah. not engaging. It's not interesting to watch. 
Yeah. And she, yeah, she's not. She's, you know. And so it's like, well, something's happening with the mum. Yeah. The mum is dealing with the end of her marriage and her husband yeah. cheating and, you know, having to keep that from her kids. Yeah. Fair enough. There's a story going on just yeah. in the kind of periphery. Yeah. It's like, you know, in, in some films where they're, you know, I don't know, it's like in the Han Solo film. And they're like, oh, this reminds me of that time that we blew the thing up and had that big war and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why aren't we seeing that? Yeah. Why are we watching this when we could have been tell, tell that story? Um, well, tell our story. Just tell a story. Just just give me somebody who's, you know... Got something to say. Got something to say. Um, yeah, agree with that. Uh, so I'm going to go on to a different uh, thing. Um, it's a It's a killer of films it's a, a combination a one-two punch mm-hmm. um that is difficult for any film to recover from uh and the left hook is known as long film and the right cross is known as slow pace baby yeah and if it's slow as balls and two and a quarter hours long yeah i i can't see how that can be an engagement. Was it only two and a quarter hours? It was only two and a quarter hours long, yes. Wow. And it just felt like it went on for days. Yeah. And you said, yeah, we watched it, because obviously the the big thing with this was, you know, oh, it's... it's On Netflix. It's on Netflix, but it's also being released in thing, and I think The Stranger, the um, the Seattle kind of arts newspaper... Mm. Is it an arts newspaper or just a general newspaper? Doesn't matter. Um, uh, the Stranger said... Like, don't mess this up. Go and see Roma in the theatres. Um, and we didn't because it's winter and it's difficult to, you know. And there were lots of other films yeah. out and we, you know. And we thought, well, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Wonderful. It's two clicks away. It's two clicks away. And we can just do it in our pyjamas. <laughs> um, I cannot tell you how angry I would have been if we had gone to the cinema to watch this. Yeah. Uh, I would have been livid. Just for wasting my time. Yeah. Wasting my time with such a long, slow film. Yeah. Where very, very little happens. Yeah. There it is. It's a killer. I had the same point. Nothing seems to happen. It feels (laughs) like, it feels listless. Listless, yes. That's a wonderful word. It feels just like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Why are you telling me this? Yeah. Like, the answer to the question, so what? is <laughs> like why not yeah like no tell me a story give me a structure give me a point yeah tell me why i'm here yeah what do you want me to take away from this yeah like all of that was missing and like you say it was long mm. so like when you're 45 minutes into a film and you think nothing has happened mm. and i've still got a good while of this left yeah it's it's frustrating mm. and yeah, I just yeah, it was too long and nothing really happened. It felt listless, and I, I in some ways when I was writing that point and that word, I thought well maybe that's the point. Yeah, oh, you that. know, like maybe he's trying to show this kind of long, slow, kind of warm days and mm. things blurring into one another, or and it's it like, maybe is a kind life. of memory kind yeah. of thing. I don't know, but I just still think. You can do that maybe for parts of yeah. the film, but you can't do a whole film like that. Yeah, I loathe, loathe that justification. Yeah. Of like, oh, I just thought the film was bad, and then like, it's supposed yeah. to be bad. Like, 
but that's not yeah. <laughs> no and and also that's like lazy i think so lazy because it's like you can you need to get your point across more effectively yeah. more so in a more sophisticated manner because i could bore someone like very easily <laughs> i do it all the time <laughs> um and say but that was my point yeah but that's not i don't think that's sophisticated or clever or artistic no. i think that's just lazy mm. um yeah so i don't know i don't know if that's true that mm. there was some sense of well it's supposed to be listless yeah. like because that was the vibe at the time or whatever or that's how i remember it but nonetheless it was too long to be yeah. as listless as it was it could have been a short film like that maybe yeah absolutely absolutely give me 20 minutes of that yeah i'm like okay it's interesting it's just kind of unfurling as life does yeah in a realistic way yeah but it's it's that thing of like oh but that's that's realistic that life isn't like i'm not watching life i'm watching a movie yeah you've you've told me by making a movie that you have that that there is a, a chunk of time that you think would be well spent for me watching this yeah why is that why am i watching at this point what are you how are you justifying my time yeah and it's nothing well and it's like what do you want me to take away yeah like i say what's your point yeah and and to me it was like i think you know a lot of the things with regard to memory and stuff it's like fair enough but maybe you should have just screened this with your family (laughs) do you know what i mean or people that you think would be interested like people like that guy who said oh i you know I had similar memories and it was nice yeah. to watch, but it's like, like not even, I don't even know why that guy liked it, because, but you know, for two hours, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, yes, a few scenes would be lovely, but then yeah. really a whole film. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just don't get it because like culturally I have lots of films that I can watch about my, yeah my childhood or my past or whatever. Mm. <sighs> but it was too long. It's too long. Too slow. We just like things to happen, that's all. Yeah, that's the thing with us, isn't it? Yeah. We just like things to, to happen in front yeah. of us in films when we're watching the films. Yeah. Where else have you got then, babe? Um, I guess it kind of follows on from that point, but there were long, long shots and meditations on things Yeah. that felt... Um, that just felt, like, unnecessary, mm. for one... I didn't really understand what they were doing apart from, okay, yes, I understand what is happening in this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but felt like indulgence. Yeah. Some of them, like, I were mean, going on for an, a lifetime. It sets the tone with the first shot yeah. of the floor and then it gets washed. Yeah. For... But it's about like five minutes. Five minutes, yeah. I just felt like it was an indulgence. And yeah. frankly, like, I think indulgence is the right word for this whole film. Yeah. I think it's just him doing whatever the hell he liked yeah. without much regard for what he was trying to say to anyone. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just think those scenes, like, and I may as well jump to it, but I have another point, which oh. is a positive, mm-hmm. which is that some of the scenes, like, some of the visuals were beautiful. Yeah. And some of the street scenes and, like... Yeah the black and white and stuff worked really well in that sense and like the beach and mm-hmm. things like that. There were beautiful shots, but I felt like he took it too far and 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 especially on these kind of small details, yeah. meditating on them till, you know, it was gratuitous and it was like an indulgence and it was, I think, just really unnecessary and didn't really achieve anything 
other than to show, uh, to depict monotony. Yeah. Which, uh, fine, but really again and again and again, like, it's, it was too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it did seem very indulgent, very, um, yeah, kind of just slow to the point of, yeah, where you do start to question, what, what, what is, what, why am I watching this? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. What am I supposed to be seeing that I'm clearly not seeing? Yeah. Here? Or what am I supposed to be taking from yeah. this? And like I say, the only thing I could think was monotony. Just, well, this is, this is life. Like you say, this is what real life is like. Yeah. Sure, but I could go watch somebody sweep the streets outside. Yeah. Why am I watching this here mm. now? What relevance does it have? Yeah. So, yeah, I felt like a lot of the shots were indulgent. Mm. Even that one that everybody loves with her turning off the lights. Going around the living room, turning off all yeah, the lights. Yeah, They're like, oh, yeah, it's like her engaging. No, it's her turning lights off. <laughs> and, like... I do that every yeah. single night. And I would not want to watch myself do that. <laughs> I don't even have half the amount of lights they have. And I just... I can't... I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. You have to take some points because I've flown through mine. I've only got one left. Um, well, what was your what was your positive one? I just thought some of the the depictions of like Mexico City mm. were very beautiful. Yeah. And I liked the black and white of it. Mm. I felt like that worked well. Well, and the beach as well. I thought that was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was shot very nicely. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think with with black and white so much more emphasis comes on the lighting. I feel like the, yeah. the kind of craft of shooting in black and white it must be very difficult. Yeah. Because you don't have colours to kind of distinguish between this object and this object or yeah. this character and this whatever. So it's all... So I imagine it must have been a real ball ache yeah. in terms of filming it. And especially yeah. as he was the cinematographer as well. So it's all on him. Um, so it must have been, yeah, very tricky. And it, yeah... It looked very, I don't know what it was, it just looked very kind of smooth and clean. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the way that it was shot. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, yeah, it very, was very beautiful. nice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, too it's much. Just put a scene in that scene. <laughs> yeah. Just make something happen. Yeah. Looks gorgeous. Now just. Yeah. You. Oh, so what it was, what it was, is they used the bits of the film where they were filming it in between the clapperboard going off and them saying action. Forgot to say action. It's difficult, isn't it? Some, when you've got, when you're wearing so many hats on a film, <laughs> it's like, right, I've worked out the lighting, this all looks beautiful, this all looks blah, 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 blah. And then no one's there to say action. And, and so nobody does anything. <laughs> but then you're like, oh shit, this is, they've spent a lot of money on this Netflix. Um, let's just release it like this. Oh my God, it's beautiful, Alfonso. The, oh, the quietness, the solitude and the quietness. It's just, oh my God, it's unbelievable. Uh, I like to talk about moments in films. Yes. One of my do. points will invariably be a moment, a little kind of yep. snapshot. Um, and this is a, a kind of a scene, a sequence. I don't know what you'd call it necessarily in this film because it all it seemed quite kind of vignette-y. Mm. Like it was just lots of little kind of chunks of something. And the moment that I'm going to pick is New Year's Eve where they go to the Hacienda. There's like a kind of fancy-ish party. 
Uh, and then a fire breaks out in the woods, uh, and they lots of people go to the woods to try and put out the fire. Uh, and then a man in a tuxedo stands next to the uh, camera and starts singing a Norwegian lullaby. Okay. The fuck is going on? <laughs> what is that? What? That's your favourite scene? No, that's a negative. Oh, I, I that is like, a what? negative, my friend. I think it's unfair that in a film where so very little happens, that when something does happen, it doesn't seem to make any sense. And I'm sure that there's some kind of symbolism to it. Yeah. I'm sure there's some kind of hidden meaning to it. But when the rest of the film seems so kind of banal and just kind of, I don't know. I mean, maybe there is a whole hidden meaning to all of it. I don't know. Yeah. But the rest of it just seems so kind of everyday. Yeah. Oh, and then she cleans up some dog shit and then there's, uh, she does the laundry. And then she switches the lights off and the family do this and then they go in the thing and they're watching the TV and blah, blah, blah. And then the, the forest is on fire and a man singing a lullaby. It just it was so out of place. And yeah. so, again, it felt like Alfonso Cuaron just wasn't really trying that much. Yeah. It, it, or it just was like plucked out of his imagination yeah. as opposed to logical, yeah. logically thought through. Yeah. Like, oh, and then this happens. <laughs> I'm like, no, not <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, and then it's logical, and then, you know, this was, this was all planned. Yeah. Because it just didn't seem planned. It just seemed out yeah. of nowhere, really weird. Yeah. And like, and almost, yeah, it was like he was looking through the TV at me and going, ha, huh, what do you think of that? Mm -hmm. uh, try and work that one out. I'm like, yeah. fuck off. Well, and I think with those things, like you say, I'm sure that there's some symbolism or relevance to that that yeah. we are missing. Yeah. But, which is fine. But I do feel like those moments that we miss because we're, you know, stupid. Yeah. Um, should have a surface level relevance or yes. um, meaning. You know, something that puts it into the story so that, it makes sense on both levels, you know, like there's literature is filled with those mm. where it's like, this is a plot device, but it also represents something. Yeah. Um, whereas this didn't feel like a plot device and it didn't really feel like it made sense mm. unless you, you know, came up with like, say some kind of symbolic meaning for it. Yeah. But, and maybe we're just too literal or whatever, but, I feel like it needs to make sense on a yeah on the main level of the story and yes. what it, why is it there and what is it doing unless you're making just a crazy surrealist film yeah. and it's all and just it it's matter. all mental yeah. the fact that it wasn't all mental says that this must mean something and yeah absolutely I couldn't agree more with what you said it's it's the thing that we often come back to when when we're watching these like oh but this means such and such or this has great meaning or this is a symbol that means blah 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 that's second viewing stuff for me. Yeah. That's second viewing stuff. Or that is reading the trivia stuff. Yeah, or thinking about it afterwards. Thinking about it afterwards. Like, first viewing, you need to... Get something from it. And tell tell me a story. story. Yeah. Capture my imagination for the entire way. Yeah. It's like... It's like making a sandwich. Like, you need that kind of bread. It's yeah. not flashy. 
It's not, but you need to have that thing. You can have to all layer the on absolutely. The, you can have all the fancy shit that you want, and that's beautiful and that's wonderful. But you need that basis yeah. of this is a story and this makes sense. Yeah. And even if you are a dunce or a dullard, you can get something out of this. Yeah. And that just yeah, it felt like a mm. felt like a bit of a slap in the face. If I'm honest with you, Tiffany. I yeah, clearly. Oof. Gosh. I'm livid. I can tell this. Do you only have one more point? I only have one more. Do you want me to go for another one or do you want to do yours? How many more do you have? I have two. Please go for one. Should I go for a negative or a positive? I'll let you be the judge. You go for a positive. Positive. Um, positive. Uh, it was shot beautifully and I was considering doing that, but then I thought you might do that, so I'm going to do something different. Um, and I was right. I know you. I read you like a flipping book. What a, what a page turner you are. Um, the positive that I have is uh, the naked martial arts. Why? Because it was weird. It was really weird. It was funny. It showed the character of this guy. Yeah. That he was so kind of intense and he thought he was really cool. Yeah. Um, it showed her character in a way that she would be with somebody like this. Yeah. And that she's kind of... You know, as I recall, she's like kind of pulling the covers up in the bed and she's all like, oh, wow, look at this guy. He's amazing. So it kind of it, it's it's a, a, a sliver of levity in this otherwise just kind of ho-hum film. Mm. It's something really different and really weird. Yeah. Um, it tells a nice story because I noticed in the thing he's got this pole. He's got this like bow staff like thing. But then you look behind him into the bathroom and the shower curtain is on the floor. Yeah. So, it's so he's just nicked the shower. Love Rod that. Thing, yeah. That visual storytelling. That's great. Um, it's Yeah, it was just something really weird and interesting. And it really kind of says, hey, pay t-. it's like whenever the dog showed up. Yeah. It's like, hey, pay attention. Yeah. Something's, something's happening. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. What's happening? And I, yeah, I felt like that. that was, and I feel like that was quite early on. And you hadn't really seen that much of her outside of the house. Yeah, and yeah. so I thought, okay, so she's got this really weird life yeah. outside of the house that they don't know about. Where she's, you know, sleeping with this weirdo, naked martial arts guy. Yeah. Who's really intense and crazy. Mm. I was like, here we go. Here we go. It's taken them a, a while, but yeah. we've got to a film now. We've got to a story that I'm interested in. Yeah. And then nothing else happened with it. Yeah. But for that brief moment, I was Gosh. I was flying, I was flying with the naked I martial arts man. I love that. No. I just thought it was so weird <laughs> that I was like, "What is this?" Like, I don't know. It just it, to me that really represented. You're right. Like it was something. Yeah. There was something going on. Yeah. But to me, it represented the disjointed nature of the film. Yeah. That this was just a thing that seemed yeah. you know and if you think about it, it really had little consequence afterwards yeah i mean his job was in the story is to get her pregnant and then mm. really his job is over and then just to kind of and to say yeah. i'm not interested yeah um and so yeah i just thought what are we what are we doing mm. What are we doing? What are we do- Alfonso. Yeah. What so I don't know. Like? I know what you mean. It yeah. certainly had energy and yeah, yeah, I agree. It was kind of funny and interesting, but it also just seemed like one moment yeah. disconnected to the others. It's possible that I enjoyed it so much because so little happened preceding yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoo, 
Okay. Here we go. Here we this are. is it weird. fucking Wizard of Oz when it starts to be in colour. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> look at all this going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that was that was a, a moment oh, for me that, that I enjoyed. Good. And I'm, I will always petition for more male nudity in films. Um, because, you know, to just to redress the balance in some way. Well done, you. Gosh. Call me a feminist. Call me a penis lover. Call me what you will. Just get some shwing shwangs in films. Thank okay. you very much. Moving on. More um, shwing shwangs. My last point is simply... The best. What was the point? <laughs> um, no, I, I guess it's more than what was the point. I, I just... Okay, so the point was to talk about point? his childhood, right? Is it? Yes. And so in doing so, I believe, in the way that he did it, mm -hmm. he romanticised it somewhat, sure. even though there are things that are unpleasant that mm -hmm. happen. But I think that, that I find it a little bit, like to your point in the intro, uncomfortable, mm -hmm. that we're talking about this lady who is a maid, mm -hmm. you know, who's like, um, you know, subservient class mm -hmm. in Mexico. Um, with such like idealism, like oh, this is well, this was my childhood, isn't that wonderful? Mm. And you're like, not really. Yeah. There's a lot of like bad things going yeah. on here, and you could argue, yeah, he's like he's um, you know, focusing on that. He's not shying away from that, like the kind of riots things that happen, and yeah, you know, the militant kind of the you know, war kind of undertones and the divorce and, you know, her having a baby, you know, a stillborn baby and things like that. But I do feel like there's this kind of, I don't know, this kind of rose-tinted glasses. Mm. And especially, I think it's maybe the beauty with which, which he, he shoots it. Mm. And, uh, you know, reviews have been like, oh, it's so elegant and, um, you know, beautiful. And, like, it is. But do you, don't you think that that should say something? Yeah. Like, he's representing her as elegantly, you know, and and you could argue respectfully. But to, I don't know if I'm digging in too deep here or I'm just being a bit pernickety, but I feel like presenting her as beautiful mm -hmm. and the situation as beautiful suggests, you know, a, a kind of... I don't know what, acceptance of the situation. Mm. It's not digging into, is this fair on her? Yeah. Like, is this a nice life for her? Mm. Like, is she happy? Is she, you know, she's kind of part, kind of with the family, kind of not with the family. You know, she's useful when she's useful and go away when you're not useful. And mm. she's treated with disrespect, I think, yeah. by the family. And, and yet I feel like he's not critiquing that. Yeah. He's just saying this is what happened. Yeah. And I think the danger with just saying this is what happened, especially when you shoot something in a beautiful manner, in mm. this kind of dream-like, oh, you know, look at all my memories of my childhood, mm. is you're saying, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Mm. And I think you shouldn't be saying that as a filmmaker. Again, it's like, what's the point? And if he was saying that, if he was saying this was an okay, mm. and you know, I now realise the value of my maid and how much she made an impact on my life, I didn't get that. Yeah. You know, and so I felt I felt like there were problems with this film mm. that we just kind of drifted over. Mm. 
Like, well, yeah, she's the maid, that's fine. And, you know, the mum's kind of crazy because she's going through a divorce and, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And uh, isn't this wonderful? Look at this childhood. Isn't it mm. beautiful? Isn't it beautiful, all this pain that they go through? Yeah. Like, no, not really. I don't know. There's something about those two things juxtaposed together. That I think it's the three things, actually. The fact that it was shot beautifully, that you get no sense of... Of the women characters, who mm. they are and what they're going through, who you know, really under the surface, yeah. Um, and that there's no seeming comment on, um, you know, Servitude. society and yeah, exactly, and and race really, and and yeah. how that plays a part in people's roles in society. I just think it all kind of mixes, mingles into this weird like. Haven't I told a beautiful story? Yeah. I think, oh, you're kind of missing the point. Mm. You're missing the point that you're talking about these women, but you don't give them voices. You're talking about this society, but you don't give any commentary on it. Mm. And so, yes, you've represented a snapshot in time, but I don't think you've got anything to say about it. Yeah. Or at least that didn't come across in the film to me. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, my point is, what was the point? <laughs> like, what are you trying to say to me? Because I yeah. didn't hear it. Yeah. So. I kind of wish we'd finished with yours because mine is less, uh, less all-encompassing. Please. Which is a shame. But I think that's a very good point. I think it's a very good point. It's, um, yeah, the, the, the idea that, hey, this is, you know, this, oh, it, it's, I, I feel like it's a, a kind of, it's a trope. I feel like of uh, throughout history of like the kind of the the uh, the Joe Gardries mm. of this world of this like super downtrodden super yeah. like disadvantaged character but they just they treat yeah. it with such kind of stoicism such yeah. grace yeah. that aren't they wonderful people yeah. and there's no um, with I mean I haven't yeah. read Great Expectations so I don't know whether they comments on that but in terms of this, it's not saying, yeah, but like you say, like, is that, is it fair? Is that okay? Is it fair? Like, yeah, she's a wonderful person. Yeah. Should I continue to make her pick up my underwear? Yeah. Like, should we continue to treat her with disrespect? Yeah. In fact, in spite of the fact that we think she's a wonderful person? Yeah. And that idea, like, at the end when she's like, oh, I didn't want the baby to be born. So she is... Is is that saying that she doesn't need her own family? Yeah, I felt she, like that was uncomfortable. Because she has the real family, but or, the real family don't really give a shit about yeah. her. Yeah, no, she's not real. The real no. family. She, I think it, that's clear. Yeah. Just through basic things like living quarters. Yeah. And the way they talk to her or yeah. don't talk to her. Um, yeah, it's I, like I the thought dog that was saying, weird. I don't want to have any puppies because, yeah. I, you know, I've got this real yeah. family. I like be... being a maid yeah. to this family, and I, that's all I need. Because aren't they lovely to me? Yeah. I, it's, 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 uh, I can understand her loving the children yeah. and the family. Yeah. And, and I can understand her not wanting to have the baby. I yeah. mean, you know, the guy ran off, like, mm. it's going to be a difficult time for her, and maybe yeah. she wasn't ready for a baby anyway. But... Yeah, to kind of be like, because I have this family. I feel like it's weird. It's like she's on the periphery of it. And I feel like that's him 
or them on the inside going, oh, she's fine. Mm. She's got us. What does yeah. she need? Why does she need a boyfriend or a baby? It's the, she doesn't need any of that. She's got us. Like the, it's, you know, an extreme, taking that to its extreme, is the the people in like the deep south who are like, but we treated our slaves really well. Yeah. We So we're all right. Yeah. We're good guys because oh, yeah. we, you know, we've got slaves, sure. Yeah. But they, you know, oh, we tr- we pay them well and they're, you know, uh, oh, so kind to them. So yeah. it's all good, right? Yeah. It's, it's fine. Like, eh, not really. Nah. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Um, my final point is simply, that, and this is maybe where I might be getting culturally insensitive. So please Probably. feel free to step in. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the film assumed in me a basic working knowledge of Mexican politics in the 1970s. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. If the riots and if, like in the the New Year's Eve thing as well, there was like yeah. a talk of like, oh, there's been dis- disputes with landowners and blah, blah. If that's an important thing. Yeah you've got to give me some kind of background yeah some kind of real basic these are the capulets these are the montagues they don't like each other or whatever it is yeah because to not just again just seems really like I, I, I just don't know what what you're expecting of me then yeah kind of leaves it hanging yeah and you're like is this important and it involves it yeah it involves the riots yeah but not closely enough that it impacts things, but not far far enough away that you think, well, I don't need to. I yeah. just need to know that's right. It 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 was a real, and I I don't know whether there's a lot of, you know, American films or English films that have similar things where they just assume a certain level of knowledge in you. Yeah. About I'm sure there are. certain social circumstances, I can't speak to that because it's I have hard to detach yourself. Absolutely. From that. Yeah. But with this, it annoyed me. I mean, I think that's a fair criticism. I, I don't know, like you say, if, if that happens a lot in other films. Um, because, yeah, you know, we're a lot closer mm. to maybe the subject matter. And so we might not notice that. But I do think, I think regardless, like if that is happening, it shouldn't happen. Mm. That you should, if whatever you tell in your story, you should give the audience a, a, a way to understand mm. a way in like i feel like if there's a if there's a film made about i don't know vietnam war or watergate or something yeah. or a, a time when watergate was going on they'd give you some little yeah nudges of like well this is basically what's going yeah. on yeah i mean i think i don't think all do now that i think about it i think because I'm not very good on American politics and I have watched a couple of films and been like, I don't really know what this was about. Yeah. Um, but then also I have, you know, you think of like the Lincoln film, like I don't know a lot about Lincoln, Mm. you know, apart from top level kind of abolishment of top level, top hat, my friend slavery and stuff. But, um, I felt like that film did a good job of telling me this is the context. This is what he's trying to do. These are the people that disagree with him. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, okay, got it. Mm. I understand what I need to know for this film. So, yeah, I think it probably does happen, but I think it should be critiqued in any yeah. place that it does happen. Mm. And I felt it happened in here, and I didn't much like it. I did not much care for it. Thank you, and good night. So that's all our points. So what were your... So you, for, so for you, it was a one out of five? It was a one out of five. 
Um, what were your points, my love? My points were positive. Uh, the visuals, the cinematography, cinematography, the black and white nature of it. The black and white photography. Yeah. Always seems so kind of it's a delightfully pretentious thing to refer yeah. to filmmaking. Oh, the photography was just. Um, negative nothing seems to happen it's listless and there's no clear story is that one that's one cool list uh, sorry negative uh you don't get below the surface level for either of the two main female characters or really any character yep uh negative long meditations on shots that felt like an indulgence indulgence and negative what is the point (laughs) Uh, for me, it was a yeah, it was a one out of five. Positive, naked martial arts. It gives character and levity. Sure. Negative, assumption of knowledge of Mexico's political history. I don't know. It confuses me. And if there's nothing else going on, I'm going to assume that this is very important. And so you need to exp- you got to give me a helping hand, here, Alphonse. Uh, negative, New Year's Eve fire. What is going on? <laughs> negative, unengaging protag- protagonist. Say something. Or do something. Uh, and negative, long film, slow pace, opening shot, sets the scene. It's a, it just screams, buckle, it, buckle up, because this is, you're going to be here you for a while, my friend. for a ride. You're going to be here for over two hours, and it may feel like over three. Uh, yeah, so, damning. Yes. But again, to your earlier point, I would love to hear from people who do like it. Yes. But I want to hear specifics. Give I want to hear tangibles. your five points of positives. Yeah. I challenge anyone to oh. do that because then I think I would get a better understanding. Yeah. And you can't just say it moved you. <laughs> because. We didn't. We didn't yes. say that it didn't move us. No. We and were, But it didn't. We were. I was unmoved. I was Except in the, the stillborn scene. But then it's like, I'm not going to give you any credit for that because it's an awful thing. I mean, it's an awful thing. And, you know, it's terribly sad. But I still think it wasn't as sad as it should have been. Absolutely. Because I don't know this Who is lady. She? Yeah. And you haven't given me any insight into her. No. She's not my friend yet. She's not no. someone I've been allowed to get to know. Yeah. And so, yes, this is a terrible moment, but it's very clinical. And mm. maybe that's the point. Mm. But to me, like, people are like, oh my God, like, I've, you know, floods of tears at that scene. Well, yes, generally, stillborn children is a sad mm. phenomenon. But in this particular <laughs> case, I'm not close enough to the story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just felt like a thing. Like, yeah. isn't it bad when people get shot? Yes. But you have to tell me a story that makes me feel that. Yeah. And I think, Isn't you it know, even worse when this character gets shot because yes. you care about them and it's a really... And yeah. Exactly. Well, isn't it awful that there are stillborn children? Of course. Mm. Like, but make me feel that mm. through her or with her. Yeah. But I didn't. No. Um, so that was our spoiler-filled review of Roma. We are recording this on Saturday the 23rd of February. Tomorrow is the Oscars. It's nominated for Best Picture. And director and everything else. And director else. and everything else. I it's think gonna it, win. I think it might win Best Picture, might it? Yeah, that's my prediction. 
So we wanted to get this out beforehand just so it wouldn't seem like we were just jumping on it. Like we were haters. Success, like we were, ha- we're not haters. Of the best picture winner. No, we just, we just people that hate that film. <laughs> Old fashioned. Yeah. Um, Tiffany B, Yo. thank you for joining me on this. Sure. And talking about this when you expressly told me that you didn't want to uh, talk about it. I don't like talking about things that I don't like. Absolutely. It kind of feels sad. And I also hate kind of bashing somebody's work. Yeah. Because it's like, I assume you tried. Mm. And I assume this means something to you. We'll have to watch something happy and uplifting. Just to kind of give us a bit more positivity. Yeah. But throughout this. Yeah. Tell me, what did we learn? We learned that in Mexico, the floor is never clean. No. Scrub that as as you will. Yeah. The same spot. Yeah. Over and over and over. over and I over. would say my little tip here is don't just keep flushing water over it. Yeah. You know, just get a bit of a scrub there. Use I mean, a bit of detergent. You know, what do I know? But just we learned that there's something about those floors mm. that just will never get clean. I mean, maybe there's a metaphor there. I don't know. Yeah. And there's also no greater sign of nobody cares about this woman, that she's not actually a part of the family, no. then they force her to clear up the, the these scores of lumps of dog shit. Poop. Yeah, because yeah. they can't be bothered to walk the dog. Yeah. And or pick up the poop themselves. No, it's not difficult. No. Or train the dog train to poop the... somewhere yeah. in particular. Absolutely. Oh, Cleo, oh, we love you. Oh, you're the best, Cleo. Oh, you're the absolute best. Oh, sorry. No, banjo's curl one out, love. Do you mind? Do you mind popping it down? Just, just what? Just flush it through, will ya? Flush it through. Cheers, Cleo. You're a real part of the family. Bullshit. Cheers. <laughs>